Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you are listening to episode 41 of Leitrim Daily. This is Kiss My Arts and today is the first part of a two-part special on drum shambo band The Vibes. I'm joined by Leo and Rory and it was meant to be a half an hour discussion but two hours after we pressed record we were still chatting and jamming and playing music and just having a really really fun time. It's probably the most fun I've had since we started the podcast. We even had an interruption from Leo's mum at one stage. That might not have made the cut, but over the next two days, you're going to hear what we got up to, some of the fantastic music that they make, and some of the origin story of where the band came from, their top 20 hits, and what they've been up to for the last 13 years. Today's show is supported by Tony Lust Lodge. More on them later. Now on with the show. Here's what happened when I sat down with Leo and Rory from The Vibes. Last week during my chat with Charlie McGettigan, he made reference to Leo Logan and his studio on the Ballinamore Road out of Drumshambo. Well, that's where I am today. I'm here with two members of the band The Vibes, and that is Leo and Rory. Lads, welcome to the show. How are you getting on? I'm very good. How are you? Not too bad now. Great. Enjoying the great weather that's here. So. Well, I'm exceptionally impressed by the facility we're sitting in because it literally is just a converted room in a, in your house. Converted garage. Yeah. And you've decked it out brilliantly. There's a piano beside us. There's all amounts of electronical equipment and recording equipment and microphones and stands and instruments. This is kind of your little mecca. This is my little uh, man cave. So it used to be full of washing machines, so I decided I'd give it an upgrade. You changed the laundromat to that, a recording studio. That's it, yeah, yeah. More profitable. Don't know if it smells as good, but sure, you know, it's grand. <laughs> Listen, we're going to talk a little bit about the vibes first of all. So tell me a little bit about your new single. Yeah, so we, we fired out a new single there. It's a good two, three weeks ago now. Could be more. It's called Where I Want to Be. Um, and I suppose it's, in, it's a new direction for us, but... Uh, yeah, it's done well enough. We've been happy enough. We got playlisted on 2FM and RTE with it. Um, we recorded a video kind of around uh, Leitrim and Sligo with it. Fired that up and we're happy with the views. at over 20,000 views in a couple of days. Rory, now we know Leo's from Dumshambo because Charlie McGettigan let that cat out of the bag last week. But you're not from Leitrim. How did you sneak onto the show? Yeah, um, it's, I don't know, actually. I met Leo in Carrick. I was playing a gig in Carrick with uh, Top Shelf another band that I'm in. Uh, we're kind of just like a pub band. We uh, ah, we do a little bit of recording, that sort of crack, but um, I'm, I met Leo uh, at one stage. We were playing in Percy's and uh, there was a few, I think Jar was there as well. Oh yeah. There was yeah, a few years. Now Jar was probably well on it. And you weren't too far <laughs> off. But uh, you, we were having you, a couple of socials. <laughs> that's allowed. Uh, that's allowed. You, you came up to us and you were, um, I, I think you kind of, uh, you knew another band that we know and that's kind of how we all know each other yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Brave Giant I think they were pro at that stage but um, yeah that's kind of how it happened and then uh, basically we were standing with our mouths open looking at the bar watching this lad play uh, with Andrew no, and Manlon, so we were kind of going who no. is this lad <laughs> yeah I know you, uh, uh, you approached us and we were uh, happy to talk to you you were 
uh, telling us all about your studio and we were delighted. Yeah, I was trying to get them in. I was <laughs> yeah. trying to, you know, come on, we'll do a bit of recording, lads. But um, I never got that lucky now. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. And like, we kind of didn't really touch base on for ages. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, uh, we didn't have place, I'd say, for another, another year and a half, yeah. two years. And I was over at a gig in Ballinamore. Yeah, that's right. I bumped into you in uh, Priors in Ballinamore. Yeah. And you were playing, and uh, it was an after wedding party. That's right. Yeah. And they went up and played a song. And that yeah. Was it, yeah. Jesus, that was yeah, it, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of it now. And then we then uh, um, eventually, I think you kind of wanted to try and get a few tracks down. You were you were looking for a, like a banjo player, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I was uh, I was more than happy to uh, to oblige. And we started, yeah. And that's suppose that's where we started recording these group of songs that we've mm. been recording that have. I'm kind of constantly writing bits and then you come in and we started changing courses and writing courses and we started we've loads of songs basically recorded that we need to get out <laughs> yeah. but they all went from there so it took a it took a different swing from what we used to be doing like we used to be kind of I suppose what you call a pop rock band in a way but I had always an interest in in kind of trad music and I love that kind of folky sound that's brought to it so I think that they've kind of steered more that way now like especially with the banjo and the mandolin and and the songwriting and things like that even this will be the first song that we've put out that has the banjo in it and it's to me I love it well we can't really talk about the song without giving the listeners a little taste of what exactly it is so here is your latest single yep. do you want to introduce it uh, this is the vibes where I want to be First sight, you caught me by surprise Late nights, all the secrets and lies Got so high, we had nowhere to fall Came alive every dusk until dawn It's okay to feel what we feel It's okay to question what is real We're tearing down the walls If loving you is wrong Throw away the key Cause I found where I belong And I need you next to me
Cause I found where I belong and I still need you next to me To go dancing in the dark Your touch it sets me free You're all I want, you're all I need You're where I wanna be attention originally mm. back on facebook a couple of weeks ago it's just it's really nice obviously a lot of drone footage on the beach and i think it's in a scroll in a scroll yeah, yeah. tell us yeah. the story behind the video because i believe it was kind of a it was a bit thrown together you don't know to see it but well, the video was thrown together very last minute uh we have a friend from from canada who uh is an extremely talented videographer so he comes back to Ireland every now and again. He done we we had a, we had a single that we kind of released a, a year ago called Head Over Heels, and that's the first video we done with him. And he was over in Ireland, and he said, "Hey Leo, I'm coming over to, to Ireland. Do you want to do a video?" And we were like, "Oh sure, we might as well." So we'll see what the, we have this song recorded. We'll see what we do. So we were hemming and hawing about, it and we were trying to get a a storyline together of what to do, and we had no idea. And I think um. We had planned that the only day he could do it, let's say the storyline side of it was was a certain day and half eleven the night before we didn't know if it was going ahead or what the story is, but we eventually said, Right, we'll go and film it and sure. I have two friends, uh, Claude and Ushin. Uh I record them here actually, unbelievable musicians in the right if you check them out on Spotify. Claude and Ushin, that's you'll find them. But um I asked them they're from Enniscrone, um Ushin is Claude's Elytrum woman as well. Um, I asked them if they'd act in it first, and they were like, "What do we have to do?" And so, not too sure yet, but <laughs> we'll go with it. So, I knew they're they're kind of a, a they're a couple, but they're a real quirky couple. And they kind of, what I wanted to do was they're not actors at all, never acted before in their life. But my thing was that it's a kind of fun song, so I wanted to catch their interactions more than else. So, when we went, we only got them to act really for the first couple of seconds and I'd said it to the cameraman that it's not the uh, act and I want them to catch it's keep rolling after it and that's what most of the video is it's most of them just interacting just the candid, just the candid interacting with each other like throwing seaweed random stuff like that you know and uh, we threw it together and then a week later we decided that we'd go we wanted to film the band on the beach so we went down again and I'd say it was the worst day it was pissing rain the whole day mm. we had only I'd say around 40 minutes to bring everything out onto the beach set it up, hope that there will be a bit of sun. We were watching the app to see when the sun would come out. I think it was half seven that evening it was going to come out. And we had around 40 minutes to film it. So we were standing in the absolute freezing cold. Um, Noses running. Noses running with a drone going around. And people, there was a load of people all standing around kind of watching this. And who are these lunatics <laughs> out in the middle of the beach? But, you know, it turned out cool. So we got it all done and we're happy with it.
Today's show sponsor, Tawny Lust Lodge, is a peaceful haven for those dreaming of a time out or a fabulous location from which to tour Leitrim, Sligo, Cavan or Fermanagh. Located in Ireland's hidden heartlands and a short drive from the Wild Atlantic Way, purpose-built to the highest environmental and building standards, the lodge is really comfortable with a heat recovery system giving a fresh, warm feeling throughout. High-quality furnishings and tableware give a luxurious feeling to this rural stay. Local art and crafts on display give guests an idea of what's on offer in the area. Owner of the lodge, Nuala McNulty, is a font of information for visiting guests as to what to see and where to go. Have a treat to a day surfing in Donegal and do the Roy Cliff Walk or take the Yates Tour of Sligo and admire Ben Bulban from the bottom or even maybe the top. See Glencar or Fowley's waterfalls or go caving. If you'd prefer to meander by the lake or river, Tony Lust Lodge is the place with wonderful woods nearby such as Glenfern, Milltown and Lurgan Boyd Forests. It's an absolutely beautiful location and thank you to Tony Lust Lodge for their continued support of Leitrim Daily. Of course, anyone who's watched the video knows that there's six of you in the band, but yeah. there's only two of you here. Yeah. Who's missing? Who's not with us today? Well, we have Keeve on guitar. Um, he's in he's in Galway at the minute. We have Martin on drums. He's uh, on holiday in England. We have uh, Gerald Bracken on bass. Um, he actually might be calling out. <laughs> so, so, so he could be here. He if you hear a knock at the door, that's what it is. But, and then there's my sister Joanne on back and vocal in general, uh, piano and things like that. And so, what instruments do you both play? I th- well, there's banjo in the track. Yeah. It's it's kind of um, it's kind of uh, more rhythmic kind of background. Yeah. And then uh, there's uh, like mandolin, uh, kind of comes in and out. It'd be more of a kind of there's a, like a melody kind of that goes through it. Uh, so there's both, yeah, uh, banjo and mandolin in it. But do you play any of this instrument yourself? Not really. I can play guitar at home and that sort of thing. But oh I never... yeah, yeah, he he can play guitar. No, as but well. like better like he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's no, unbelievable. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. like um, I'm a very now to be fair, like very basic on guitar. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just they they're the only ones that that I kind of. Uh, Play prepared to put on, on yeah, the record. Exactly. <laughs> now you have it. <laughs> Leo, yourself, you're surrounded here by instruments uh, on the wall, on the floor, everywhere. I'm one of these who play a few instruments but play none of them well. Oh, snap. That's but the I'm probably still not at the same level as you. That's the kind of the way I am, but I suppose guitar and piano would be my main my main two. Um, yeah, they'd be my main two. Well, like I, we we like my family were, were all sent for uh, you know the old tra- traditional Irish uh, lessons. Some of us stuck at it and some of us didn't, and that's kind of how it happened. I actually just I gave up the banjo for about two or three years, like you know when you go to secondary school and you just have no interest in it. I uh, I started back again, and um, never really stopped since. Just kept going, and it's like six or seven or eight years since, and it's going all right. And in terms of playing locally and even around the area. How often do the vibes get out to, to gig? Oh, we used to get out a huge amount and then we got, um, I think we got a bit this, uh, we lost a bit of love for kind of playing what you'd call the cover gigs and stuff like that. We got in with a, a Debs company and we used to do for a couple of years, three or four years and we were doing 30 Debs in three months. Sounds great, like, you know, but uh, 
Well, from a financial point of view, it's well, financial point, it went into recording. Every penny of it went in. We bought ourselves a van of, and the rest of it all went into recording. But you kind of um, oh, it was tough work because we were working at the time as well, and we'd be playing Debs and Cork and Nace and all around the place, and we'd be arriving home at literally sometimes half four in the morning and up for work at half seven, and we were just that's not sustainable. Though. No, and that's the thing we do. It would just be every year for three months, and we could be doing two or three a week. And we just really burnt out. And then we didn't, we lost kind of the love of playing the kind of cover gigs. Like the original gigs are a different story altogether. I'd play original gigs every day of the year if I could. Because um, it's a different kind of, it's a different kind of, uh, it's a different kind of buzz you get off it. But uh, yeah, but then I suppose it stopped, stopped. It's nearly since, since yourself came in, it's, it's given a, a different kind of, I kind of prefer even playing any gig now when, when the it's given it a different kind of kick again. So we've got back into playing a couple of uh of cover gigs and there's hopefully maybe a couple of original gigs on the horizon as well. So but um yeah, so we uh, we wouldn't have over the last year or two been doing a huge amount, but even over the last couple of weeks we've been probably doing more than we've done in a year. Tell me about the the origins of the band. Yeah. So obviously Rory, you weren't around for that obviously. No. No, so no. the band is going a long time. It's going. So the band has gone around since Rory, you were about 11 or 12. Yeah. Probably, you yeah. You still haven't fallen out of love with the band yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, playing jigs and reels. That's what I was doing. Yeah, it, it, it's set up probably here in this garage here, actually, with um, me and three three completely different lads. One from just up the road there, and two lads from, from in town, uh, Stephen McKenna. Michael McGovern and Ronan Murphy. Stephen actually just got married, I see there uh, this week. So I'd like to say congratulations to Stephen and the new wife. <laughs> and um yes, yeah, so we released um we released a song called Completely Randomly. We we um recorded a song with Paul Gurney and Longford. Um two songs actually. One of them was called Just Another Love Song and the other one was called Beauty Queen. And we decided, oh, we've recorded this, we've decided that we'll, we'll enter it. There used to be an Imro song contest on in Drumshambo. And Charlie was at us here, entered this for it, you know. So we said, right, we entered it and we won it with it. And then Mike Mulvihill in Shannonside took, got the song. He was one of the judges on the night, actually. And he said, have you that in a CD? And I said, I do, here you go. And he started playing it. Always playing. have it on yeah. a CD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never miss an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> there was no, I check it out on Spotify. <laughs> There's none of that. But, but uh, he started playing it and playing it and playing it like mad. And then it started getting... Uh, Ray Darcy started playing it. Ian Dempsey completely just off the bat, never heard it. And so we said, Jesus, we might as well release this. And then we released it and we sold, I think it was over 5,000 CDs the first week. And we charted 13 with it. And we were getting loads of playing. Of course, after that, then we we were playing like mad and everything was going great. And we said, right, we need to get an album together here. But we had nothing to follow up with. We were, we were young and naive. And we had nothing to follow up with and um, there was pressure on us then from different people to try and get an album done to to move on. We actually got interest from a record company in America and I suppose things just went and we, we fell apart. One lad left and we got someone else in and then we ended up just going separate ways. Um, but I decided to keep the, the vibes going and then we got uh, we came in with new lads, uh, Jared Bracken who's in Martin Rafferty on drums and a guy called Christopher Nottingham on guitar. And that was the band then for a good seven or eight years after that. We released a couple of singles that done quite well. Different Way Out was released for uh, uh, Suicide Awareness, 
uh, Edmund went to stop, you know, the charity up there in North Leitrim. And we released a song called uh, You'll See My Heart. I think that charted number 19 in the chart as well at the time. Was that by design or was that kind of accidental? The second time. The first time. And first the time was accidental. First time we didn't know what was going on. We were just firing it out. People just liked the song. It was complete and utter. One of those things that just, just fired out and people loved it. Second time was You'll See My Heart. We had a bit more... Um, we had a bit more kind of knowledge behind us, so it was kind of that was a bit more, you know, we we knew what we had to do to kinda to kinda chart it. Um and the third time then we haven't fired anything into the chart since. It's a different it's a different game now compared to what it used to be. Well singles don't sell as much now as these. No, yeah. Back then it was all singles and album sales, like it was every you know, you'd still all the record stores you'd go to and like the like the Tower Records and all this, but um, the invention of Spotify and all that—it's all about streams now, and um, people see you see the iTunes charts, but um, it's a different it's a different ball game altogether now to get in on the the, the official Irish charts like so. Um, it doesn't have as much weight as well as it used to have. It used to be great for the radio players if you made the top thirty, you were played in every station in Ireland like daily. So it used to be great. It is the very last day for you to have a chance of winning 12 weeks free gym membership and 24 personal training sessions in Carrick and Shannon in Train and Gain in Cortober in the Movie Centre with personal trainer James McDowell. You can find out all the information on how to get your name in the competition on leitrimdaily.com. Just click on win prizes or win gym experience and you will find out where you can put your name in. Just tell us why you'd like to win the prize and one winner will be chosen tomorrow. You'll find out on Monday on the show. But the very best of luck to you if it's something that you want. Let us know why, and the winner will be chosen in the next 48 hours on the show. In terms of yourself, Rory, is this a full-time occupation, or do you have a day job? Oh, I have a day job, yeah. Um, I'm uh, like a, a kind of um, electrician's mate sort of like just general uh, so you just go to the pub with an electrician every now and again that's pretty much it yeah I stay, <laughs> stay at home and whenever he wants to go to the pub I go to the pub and, and you get paid for that that yeah, sounds I like know, a yeah. best job ever. yeah I know it's hard it's hard to make Sorry. profit off it but it's, I, I shouldn't make light of your, of your profession so tell us a bit about, about the job Um, it's just it's just wiring houses and that's sort of crack pulling in cables and putting on sockets and that's ah, good lads are good crack and do you find yourself in a situation that Leo spoke about in terms of uh, mid-twenties kind of thinking and gigging three or four times a week, late nights, early mornings. Have yeah. you burnt the candle at both ends like Leo did? Um, we 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 had done at one stage. We were um, we took like we we used to have a diary when when I was with Top Chef, uh, and like we were just playing every weekend, probably like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, most weekends. Bank holidays were just crazy. You'd have you could have two gigs a day, and um, oh, it was just uh, it was great uh, at a time. The lads were in college and uh, it, it kind of got them through college for like four years and we were younger as well I suppose uh, it was a little bit easier it was like going out and getting paid for it so less girlfriends less responsibilities babies jobs that sort of stuff yeah yeah well still no Probably babies thank babies, god yeah. like, Jesus but uh, yeah well oh the girlfriends were always a thing they were just very patient about the whole operation we uh, we decided we just kind of uh, stopped with the diary because uh, you couldn't you couldn't do it anything really you couldn't go on holidays and 
you just you didn't really have your your life was on hold for for the sake of uh, a couple of country pubs. Leitrim is great for that because we didn't have to get jobs at weekends when we were there because we could gig. And there's not many counties in Ireland where they have a town like Carrick and Shannon or Drumshambor or Ballinamore. Or, you know, like so you'd be right, you'd gig a good bit. You would have gig a good bit, I suppose, in, mm-hmm. in Carrick. Yep. You know, where they have these pubs. And that, as a young fellow, when you're in college, you can actually go and make a living by playing the gig or two at weekends to, to, to support you through college, do you mm-hmm. know? The opportunity, especially in Carrick and Ballinamore and Drumshambor, it's great for it. You mm-hmm. know, to be able to go in and pick up a guitar and go in and, and gig and do what you love doing and get you through college like and I said the amount of people that have done down through the years is, is huge and it's 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 a little it's like it's a business venture when yeah. you think about it yeah. and like if, if you're a young lad and you're starting off you have to go and buy your PA it's a, it's an investment and you know it's it's part of uh, kind of growing up and just you know welcome to the real world yeah. this is how you make money it's good good because you're dead right and then then you say you, you, you might be borrowing your your old fella's van for a while and then you have to see right we need to get ourselves sorted here yeah. for getting to gigs and mm. the band have, might have to collect together and use this to buy a buy a van or buy a PA or you know and all this and then as you get more gigs it's all investment and it's mm-hmm. kind of it's a good learning experience yeah. as well kind of thing mm-hmm. in terms of let's say there's people listening to this who are in Drama Hare or Manor Hamilton or Drum Snare mm. and they play a bit of music they jam maybe in school and music class mm. and they think you know what he plays the drums, she plays the guitar, he plays the piano. We might have a little bit of a of a starting of a band here. What's the barrier to entry? Like what's the cost involved in getting maybe a three or four piece band from the school classroom or the garage that, that mm. we're sitting in now mm. to actually playing in any local pub? Like I'm not talking about Percy's or, or uh, yeah. any of the bigger but names. If the, but if the, all, you're, all you're missing is just a small PA and you're good to go. So like yeah, go on to Toman.ie or any of your local music stores around and just pick yourself up a, a nice small pre- PA, three, four hundred euro will pick you up a decent PA and that's all you need. We used to rent gear uh, for oh like right. for the first year. Yeah. Like we, uh, and, like, and that that was when we were gigging once a month. Yeah. Because you don't just start like that yeah. every weekend flat out. So like we had... you got to build a reputation. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of, you have to build up your, um, your customer base. You know, you like uh, one, like a pub isn't going to book you unless they, they know they've heard about you they're not going to book you for five gigs they're going to say well come in and uh, play a gig and we'll give you this amount of money see what you're like it's 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 trial you know that's are you expected to bring a crowd with you in some places Um, not I don't I we never really came across that Um, uh, some pubs do get for, get for, for cover stuff not really no. for original stuff yes Original stuff. It's all about getting people in the door. That's what they. That's what they look for. So that's the difference. So it's it's a different gig completely. A cover gig compared to an original gig is a completely different gig. Well, a cover gig you can play in any room in in a yeah. out, out, any part of a a pub or yeah. hotel or anything, and people will know the songs and yeah. dance or sing along or whatever. Yeah, but um, it's a different level when you're playing the original gigs because you're expected to to bring people in. That's mm-hmm. the way it is. And, it's all about that. If you want to get gigs as an original artist, you have to be bringing people in the door. It's a so. tough sell to, to get is, people yeah. to leave their, their couch or their Netflix account. Yeah, that's it. To get yeah. them through the door. How many... So you don't do the cover gigs anymore as the vibes? We don't really, know. We don't really, know. We haven't done it in years now, so... But um, I'm ah, sure if there's anyone looking for a bit of a cover gig, we'll play it, no problem. Yeah, we do. <laughs> the money's right, for sure. <laughs> we do the kind of, you know, the breakdown gigs if someone's stuck... Um, yeah. Uh, it's and it's uh, again like it's if if 
you know, if we're if everyone's around, everyone's around, and you know, a gig's a gig. Yeah. We love playing it. Like we'll, so tro- we'll throw like yeah. we'll we'll mix three bands together and yeah. find a band for you. Like yeah. if if we can, because you don't want to see someone stuck. Either. No, no, no. And, and it's great crack. Like it's yeah. great crack. We bring might bring a drum kit, might bring a cahoon and yeah. acoustic guitar and a banjo and bass and, and just jam, know, just jam. Like it's deadly and mm-hmm. it's great as well because we might try some original songs and see how they go down and things like that and. You know, songs where we have an awful habit of just going to lads. Oh, I learned this one today. We might try playing that. Yeah, and Rory's so great. Rory, Rory, Rory can play anything. Well, <laughs> that's the trad tradition coming out, yet, is it? Uh, uh pr- probably is. Like, um, yeah, accompaniment. I suppose it is. Yeah, but then that kind of uh, that developed from from uh, from covers as well because, like, in the banjo, you have to make your own stuff up because, like, you know. There's there's not that many banjos in pop music. So no, like, no, there's not. Yeah. So yeah. like you might take take a lead guitar or a solo or something like that, and you can kind of tradify it or whatever. Yeah. Like it's 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 great because it's a because uh, people aren't used to it uh, really, and uh, it's a it's kind of it's just something different. So I think know. we should give you an example. I think we should get Jack Roy. Ah, no, in. I don't. Think just so. just a great yeah. one. Do you ever hear? Do you ever hear Thunderstruck played on? Yes. Uh, played on banjo. Well, I'm. I hope I'm about to. Oh yeah. Go oh on. Jesus Christ! <laughs> why would you? Why would you even pick that one? Leo, would you play guitar along with it? Oh no! Just just do the leader. And that, folks, is it for the first part of a two-part series on Drumshambo Band, The Vibes. Thank you very much to Leo and Rory. They will be back with me again tomorrow for the second half of this show. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the show as much as I did in making it. And I think tomorrow it's going to throw up another few surprises with a bit more music. Thank you very much. And I'll be back tomorrow with the boys again.